Welcome back to another episode of Party Talk. I'm your host, Jake White. And for those of you who don't know this, uh, I actually live on a college campus. And that's why I get to tell this story today. So my wife is a resident hall director at Grand Canyon University. And because of that, I get to offer really cool internships to students that can help us with our prevention company called Vive 18. That's V-I-V-E-1-8. And this has been so cool because I was out one day promoting our internship to find a student who's into marketing and social media management. And I was meeting a ton of students that day and they were coming up learning about our company. And a, one group in particular said, you need to meet this girl named Anna Richards. And I said, why do, why do I need to meet her? They said, she's doing what you're doing. She throws these things called sober celebrations. And immediately I was like, yes, I would absolutely love to meet her. That sounds awesome. Um, that's what you're going to get to glimpse today in this episode. Anna is a rock star. Um, she's running a peer-led program on our college campus. She's influencing her friends by the 100s. She is starting a movement and a conversation about alcohol education, drug education, and most importantly, she's offering another alternative, something that's student-led and run, it's fun, and it's attractive to students. So please enjoy this episode of Party Talk, where we empower leaders in youth drug prevention. So just tell me everything there is to know about you. There's so much. Okay. The college um, intro. We'll start with that. The college intro. Okay, I'm Anna. Um, I'm majoring in entrepreneurship, and I'm minoring in biblical studies. Um, I'm a sophomore. I'm from Gilbert, Arizona, so it's like 45 minutes cool. southeast, kind of. Um, but yeah, that's my college part of me. Yeah, that's good. Did you go to Gilbert High School? And like, I went to Williamsfield High School. Um, yeah, so that's in Gilbert, but it's like 20 minutes from Gilbert High School. Okay. About, but okay. Very cool. And then you're studying, you said biblical studies and entrepreneurship. And entrepreneurship, yeah. Okay. So my dream one day is to open a clothing clothing boutique um, and kind of promote like modest Christian clothing kind of thing. Um, and then it'd be like half clothing store, half coffee shop with like a connecting Ooh. door. And then a few nights during the week, it would turn into like a prayer worship house kind of thing. Whoa. So that way I'm getting like things that I love, both clothing, coffee, and Jesus. So yeah. It's a little bit of everything. I love that. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the reason why I, I'm my mind is just spinning right now because I want to know so much is that I heard about you because I was out on campus and mm -hmm. someone said there's Anna who throws these sober celebrations. Yes. And just meeting you now, you're really personable. You're probably out meeting people all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so you want to have this event space, like hangout community area. Mm -hmm. And with the message of Christ totally. and sharing the gospel and being centered around that, which sounds really, really yeah. cool. Um, okay, I want to dive right into what you're doing on campus. And I don't know if okay. you've said it yet, so you go to GCU, Grand Canyon University. Yes, I go to Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and yeah, so on campus, I just like straight off the bat got super involved. I was very involved in high school. I was like president of like four different clubs my senior year of high school, <laughs> like dance, student council, link crew, which is like a freshman group kind of, mm -hmm. NHS. So I was just like doing all this stuff. So I've always been very 
extroverted person. Both my parents are super extroverted people as well. And so kind of going into college, I was like, I just want to meet whoever, because I didn't really know anyone going into GCU, actually, surprisingly, even though it's an Arizona school and I'm from here, there's not a lot of people from Arizona that go here. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I just kind of started going out, meeting people, and really wanted to get involved in a Christian community. I was just kind of turning around being like, hi, Amanda, what's your name? <laughs> and my parents have always been big party hosters and love holding things, throwing things, like Christmas is here, my birthday, whatever. And so I kind of was that house in high school and I was like what a cool space and environment to have in college for a lot of people that are out of state you know coming in trying to you know college is a big transition from high school to college and so it's like trying to find your footing trying to figure out like okay like what group am I a part of where do I go you see some people go down the route of like a you know like oh I want to grow my faith or you see people going oh let me try that I have freedom college side of it and so having that house and having that opportunity and loving amazing parents that are willing to host it's only like 40 minutes away they're able to come and hang out have a good time in a healthy Christian environment we provide food and we just go all late sometimes I have people there till two in the morning people are like upstairs <laughs> talking to my parents and it's so fun because it's just grown a lot over the last only like year of doing them and it's super fun and everyone takes a lot of memories away I've met a lot of people from them just coming my house and like hi what's your name don't know who you are but welcome to my house and so Whoa. it really shows that people really want a safe environment to go because college is such like the party scene and oh go to this party but people are like I don't want to drink I want a good healthy party to go to that doesn't involve alcohol and I won't feel pressure to go to so yeah. it's kind of the space that me and my parents have provided for students. Wow and I think people assume that because GCU is a Christian university people aren't partying and drinking mm -hmm. which we know from living on campus, it's not the case. Mm -hmm. There's still that draw, I think people yeah. assume that you need to do that when you go to college. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what do you think is the big draw as far as, why do people assume that when they get to college they have to start using drugs or getting high or getting mm -hmm. drunk? What is, like, what is that? I think it's kind of the pull, like I said before, like that sense of freedom. And they think like, oh, first time out of state, living on my own, whatever. And so they kind of have this freedom. And I think there's a huge, identity thing you find in college. I always heard that before going in, like, oh, like, you're going to find yourself in college, whatever. And I was like, no, like, I heard no who I am. But a lot of my identity was solidified, or solidified through my friends and family and through learning more about the Lord coming here. And so I think it's kind of an identity thing is if they're lacking community or lacking a space, they'll just attach to the thing that's closest to them. You know, and that's typically something we do as people and humans in general is we attach to the thing close to us because we want, we're made to be in community and we're made to have that. And so if drinking and partying and being in that crowd gives them a sense of community, they'll do that. And so that's like the dangerous thing is, especially this year as being a sophomore, is I'm trying to reach out and grab all the freshmen as much as I can and be like, hey, come hang out with me, come hang out with my friends. And so people joke around me with me all the time, like, Anna, you hang out with so many freshmen. I'm like, I know I love it because I want them to go have a good, healthy college experience. Whoa. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my heart behind it as well. Dang. Okay, so this is really cool because we've never met, but mm -hmm. I'm just resonating with you so much because that was me in college. Mm -hmm. So I'm 31 years old, out of school, grew up in Wisconsin. I was you on my campus. Mm. This campus called Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oh, wow. And That's cool. At my junior year, I started throwing these giant parties without any alcohol or drugs. Mm -hmm. And hundreds of students coming to them so and cool. getting sponsored by different brands like Pizza Hut, Chick-fil-A, and Red Bull. That's and sick. just finding a place where people could feel valued and included. Mm. and like they actually belonged here and they were appreciated. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because you drank or it wasn't yeah. because you get high. You don't have to do anything. Right. Just be who you are, mm -hmm. come hang out with us and have a good time. Totally. And I did find that too, is that people 
they were craving that sense of belonging. Mm. And if we, they don't find it somewhere safe, they're gonna find it somewhere unsafe. Yeah. And so I felt this kind of like maybe you do this personal sense of responsibility to say mm-hmm. I at least have to invite them right I at least have to show them you can come hang out with me you can be with my friends mm-hmm. and be exactly who you are exactly totally yeah and my, my parents have always said like it's not ours like people always say thanks for opening your home and they go it's not ours like we could die one day it all stays here like it's the Lord's he's given my parents the money and the finances in the home to host it and like I remember when we first found this house a few years ago when we were moving my mom was like this house is huge my dad's like no it's gonna pay off like we're gonna bring students we're gonna make this our ministry and so um yeah they kind of provided that space and it's become that for people and even people that don't you know you don't have to be Christian you have to be whatever like just come exactly like he said be who you are yeah wow okay so brag about your events a little bit like what does it look like what do you do there so the first one we had last year, it was like just a little pool party, just some of my friends came. And then I had a Halloween party last year. And that one was crazy. My mom was like, how many people are coming? I was like, oh, like 30, 40. We had like 90 people show up. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. And like, just people kept coming in. And I was like, who are you? Like some girl from Dance Moms that lives here. She was like at my party or something crazy like that. I was like, what? I was like, I didn't even know that. And so like she came and then people from like ASU came and I was like, what? And it just like, turned to this whole thing and like even months like in February people were like oh hi like I'm whoever nice to meet you or I'd say hi man and I see me like oh I was at your Halloween party I was like what <laughs> and so and then literally coming back at the beginning of this year I was like yeah are you having a Halloween party I was like it's August like what do you mean and so it just kind of created that impact and then I had um, just a small birthday party with friends and then I had an end of the year party and a lot of people came and it's just not like a oh hey come to my party they're like actually interested in hey we want to come again yeah. and then so this halloween i had one we had over 180 people there all right and so it was i was like oh my goodness like there's no room to walk and then we even had um, my friend's a dj and so we dropped off all this equipment for us and my friend wyatt like dj and we played music and we did like a costume contest and then we always yeah. like to whip out karaoke we have like a little karaoke yes. microphone setup so karaoke becomes a big thing and then as people start dwindling out it just kind of turned into this like environment where people are creating connection and community it's not just a oh fun come hang out whatever which is great and awesome but then it turns into like a relationship building thing um and i've met some of my best friends literally from them didn't know them before come to my house and i'm like oh this is sick (laughs) and it's cool because they have a home to come to which a lot of people are lacking in college so like oh i'm just my dorm or apartment and they get to have like my parents are so awesome i get most of the credit to them because they're the ones coming in and being like, hi, like, nice to meet you, welcome, like whatever. And yeah. people were jumping in my pool at Halloween. My mom was like running upstairs, grabbing them clothes, drying all their stuff in the dryer. Uh, so yeah, it's just kind of become like a space of fun and high energy, but then also towards like later in the night, it becomes a deep uh, community and you see people out by the fire or people like upstairs talking, or we had like a whole homework section on Halloween because it was on a Sunday and it's like everyone's doing their <laughs> homework. Um, but yeah, it's just become a really cool space and environment and not just a single event, but kind of a starting of community building. Whoa. Do you think that it's something, for example, that people couldn't get anywhere else? Because there are campus events, mm-hmm. but what you're talking about seems a little different. Mm-hmm. What, what like unique role? You mentioned it's at a house, mm-hmm. so that's different. Yeah. Um, is there anything else that you think, hey, maybe this is unique, I need to keep doing this because it's different than what's offered at most universities? Mm-hmm. I would say the one thing starts with the invitation. 
because you can see like, um, I mean, it's great. GCU provides so many amazing events. They're really good at that. Like our Canadian Activity Sports phenomenal at putting on events, but it's kind of like a plastered around the building, posted on Instagram. And it's kind of like, oh, hey, like come to this. And they're fun and they're awesome and great. But I think what really comes down to it is a personal invitation. Like I've had people being like, hey, can I come? I'm like, of course you can come. And so like, I'll walk up to people and be like, hey, how's your day going? Whatever, hey, I'm having a Halloween party next week. I want you there. Yeah. And so I think it's that personal invitation and personal connection of them being like, oh, they barely know me. I didn't even know I was that close with her or whoever didn't know I could come, but she's saying she wants me there. And I honestly like have taken it as kind of a ministry factor as well of saying like people want to be known and loved. That's like the two things my parents always say, like in business, like they don't know how much you care until they, um, or they don't know, they don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. So I think it starts with the invitation and saying, I want you there, like come and be a part of this party community kind of thing wow this is this is blowing my mind because so i just got back from a trip in wisconsin okay. where i taught these 11 schools how to throw parties like you're yeah, yeah, yeah. and the number one thing i tell them like you don't want to join your club they don't want to be a number they want to mm -hmm. be advertised to they want a friend mm -hmm. and if so you true. personally invite them they will feel like a friend and they'll yeah. feel valued and included mm -hmm. and so when it times comes time for your party they're like going through the excuses in their mind. You know, mm -hmm. like, oh, I don't know anybody. Wait, no, Anna invited me. I know mm -hmm. her, she was really nice. Okay, what else do I have going on? Yeah. All right, I don't have anything else going on. That excuse is out the window. Mm -hmm. So it's like eliminating these, these doubts that people have in their right. mind to get it easier for them to take a chance and mm -hmm. go, you know, go to a party that looks different, mm -hmm. sounds different, feels different, yep. but ultimately it's gonna be a really cool experience and uh, we have like a seven step process it takes 25 mm. seconds to turn a stranger into a friend mm. and then what's so cool is now you can share every single party you have throughout the year with this person because you're their friend not yeah, because they saw a sure. poster yep. you don't have to reprint the poster anymore you just mm -hmm. invite your friend again totally uh, yeah. and so I, I think if there's there's just so much power in doing it the way you're doing and realizing that there's not really a shortcut like you get, you could post it on Snapchat yep. and that would feel like a shortcut, mm -hmm. but then all of its power would be stolen away from it Yeah. because it didn't come with that smile <clears throat> and that, Hey, what are you doing this weekend Yeah. from That's a stranger so who showed interest in you? Mm -hmm. Totally. Yep. That's kind of exactly what you're saying. We sound very similar in that aspect of <laughs> just, you know, making people feel loved and welcome. And I still like, will post it, but then I like always, I'm not just like, oh, hope you find it on my Instagram. I'm like, mm -hmm. hey, I want you, I want you to come. Or yeah. they're like, oh, I saw that, didn't know if I, I was like, no, I want you there. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you should come, it's gonna be fun. It's like, I want you there. Like, you mean enough to me because I want you in that spot. And I've even yeah. had people that tend to go to the non-sober celebrations and drink and all that stuff. And I'm like, you should come, the like, goals oh, from alcohol. I'm like, no, but it's still really fun. And they end up coming. There was a few guys that came last year and they're like, I didn't know that that, that could be so much fun. <laughs> and so it gets even creating that healthy environment for people that might be used to that. And I think yeah. in college and as you're in your teens and early 20s, it's kind of like this, oh, I have to put on this face, I have to be this certain person, fit this college mold, whatever, mm -hmm. so I get approval, whatever. And so even those people that choose to do that and choose to drink and everything, they might even, they might seem like they love it and be involved in it, but they really are not feeling good about themselves and that's like their only piece of identity they want to stick to. Yeah, that's really cool to hear that people have come to it and, you know, maybe have thought beforehand. It's like, okay, yeah, sober celebration. Yeah, right, mm -hmm. that's going to be fun, Anna. Yep. And then 
And that's what we do with new things. We mock it, we don't want to try it, but that you persisted and maybe they came and check it out. So did they, have you ever gotten any more feedback from those types of people of like, hey, I thought this going in, but then after going, now I think this or? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll have people like come up to me after and they're just like, oh, hey, like, I'm gonna leave. They're like, thank you so much. Like you just see their like genuineness behind them and they're like, thank you for having me here and like this was actually really fun or I wasn't gonna come but I did and like they and it shows because it's not just like a quick thank you I'm leaving mm -hmm. it's like a week later they're like no seriously thank you like you just see the genuineness behind their thankfulness you know yeah. um and actually wanting to go and not realizing how fun a sober celebration can be yeah how'd you come up with the name sober celebration actually i took it from my friend because a few years ago uh he graduated last year but he would call his sober celebrations and i was like hey mind if i take that name from you and he was like yeah sure and so we just called sober celebrations or sober cellies for short <laughs> so. no way so this is being passed down to you from mm -hmm. someone who was at gcu before you yeah so he um like last year and a few years before uh, before my class he would throw parties at his house that he had with his friends and call them sober celebrations and i was already planning on doing that and then now that he's graduated it's almost been a continued thing of like hey well steve was kind of adult now out of college and kind of has gotten in a way passed on to me yeah so that's fantastic mm -hmm. what i love it because when i think when you're going through school and you're choosing something healthy you think that you're the only one but then like you've seen, well, you need an excuse to get people together without that. Right. And then it, it's like a magnet, right? It draws everybody in. Mm -hmm. Not everybody's exactly like us where they don't do it or anything like that, but they like, they come in, you see you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And But to see from a, a, bigger, a bigger perspective from somebody who went through college before you is to see it on a campus mm -hmm. throughout. I bet you it's really cool for him. He said his name's Steve-O something. Steve-O. Well, his name's Steven, but his last yeah. name's Owen. So it like, they oh, started cool. to Steve-O, but. I like that. Yeah, I bet you so, it means the world to him that you're doing that. Mm -hmm. You're still helping people in the same way that he started doing mm -hmm. it. And we've actually become friends through like, seeing each other throwing sober celebrations. It's like, who are you? And he's like, who are you? <laughs> and that's kind of how we became friends was connecting in that aspect. So not only is it a connection for people coming to the parties, but then it's connecting and building that environment and saying like, for me, it's like, you know, you get nervous as like a host or any type of leadership position you're in, you want to succeed. You want the people that are mm -hmm. in your ministry, in your community, whatever, to like feel led in a way, right? And so I'm always like, oh, I have to make sure everyone knows everybody. Like, I don't want to forget anyone. There's kind of a sense of pressure, but kind of having someone and knowing that like, oh, like they did the same thing. That yeah. creates a community for me as well. Yeah, that's cool. So what's your mm -hmm. dream? Do you have a bigger dream for this or keep doing this throughout uh, school or where do you see this thing going? Kind of keep keep going with it. Um, even after I graduate, I kind of want to create that space. It's kind of what I want to do, like in my future career, is still being able to like make money through fashion and clothing and then coffee and stuff. But then it becomes this community thing two three times a week at night, where people college. My um, goal is to target towards college age kids and to come and be like, hey, let's come like whether you love the Lord or not, and come like hang out whatever, and like kind of always be in my shop and be like hey, like, let's go grab coffee right next door, you know? And so it's creating, like, that community kind of environment and kind of, you know, asking the Lord and figuring out where exactly I want to place that, um, whether that's here or somewhere else. But wow. so kind of in that aspect and just how I've seen my parents model, like, the, hey, like, this isn't our house. Like, why would we keep this 
house nice house like to ourselves like let's share it with people as a ministry and so I kind of want to carry on that heart and tradition that they've implemented so well in my life and my family and be those parents far way down the future of being like kids like hey can I friends I'm like who have whoever over you know like yeah. I'll get the money back you know like okay. money comes back memories now mm -hmm. and so kind of continuing that for generations on um, and I think biggest thing for me is just, like I keep saying, like creating that space where people can come and find even friends, like not even just a one night, oh, that was fun to not go to something that was drinking, but oh, hey, I met some of my best friends. And I've actually heard people that I've met some of their close friends through my Halloween party. I'm like, yeah. oh, how'd you guys meet? They're like, actually, your Halloween party. I was like, what? That's <laughs> so amazing. It's just cool seeing the effects of it and that it's really making a bigger impact than just a one night kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. I love that we just met mm -hmm. and that we're doing very similar stuff. Yep. So if there's any way you can use me, I'm here. Okay. Happy to help good. you, whether it's get, getting sponsors or getting supplies or donations or whatever. Great. And it sounds like your parents are awesome. They would buy it anyway. But yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as sustainability goes, mm -hmm. if it's something you want to keep or develop something to pass on to the next student who's right. going to come after you, uh, whatever it is, this is something that I just kept with me and just like a little bit of my story like i didn't know about jesus growing up mm -hmm. i thought anybody who believed in him is a little crazy yeah and um i found out the truth when i was 23 years old mm -hmm. and my life has changed but i okay. know that for me it is that safe space like you said mm -hmm. it doesn't matter right. if you're a christian or not it's a safe space and i know that god's gonna use it totally uh, i couldn't stop him from doing his plan mm -hmm. and um, just like excited to help people like yourself who are doing this. Mm -hmm. If I can be helpful to you, let me know. That'd be and, great. Yeah. And I'm just proud to know you. Yeah. Like, thank you. <laughs> just, Thanks for reaching out to me and everything too. It's so cool. My when Maddie told me, she was like, "I just met this guy," and I was like, "No way! That's so cool!" <laughs> and like, that's really cool that you still like, you know, want to carry that on even though you're way out of like college now and everything, and yeah. wanting to help people like me continue that. But it'd yeah. be great because we go like. I'll get there like early in the morning to my house and then my mom and I will like go to Costco, go to water. Like we get like water and ice and we're spending like $800, $900 on food, like Ooh. every party. So it's like kind of crazy. Yeah, we got to get you some sponsors. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. I mean, I love doing it, but yeah, that would be helpful. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay, cool. We will definitely keep in touch then. Okay. Uh, i help you or volunteer, whatever you need. Um, that sounds, that sounds really, really cool. It's so fun. Yeah, <laughs> um, if, so if people want to like check out, do you have an Instagram page that people can go to snoop on your events and stuff? Yeah. So it's Anna underscore Richards with four S's at the end. <laughs> um, so yeah, on my Instagram, I have everything posted there or yeah, mainly just on my Instagram. But. Okay. Very yeah. cool. You're awesome. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Wasn't that amazing? I love Anna's energy. In fact, she was so on point and well-spoken that I've invited her to come do some speaking engagements with us to share her story. And I think she's really going to connect with the students. And if you're someone who's in prevention and looking for someone to share their story, who's a near peer um, or even a peer, if you run a college uh, or high school or middle school, feel free to reach out to us. Again, our website is vive18.com. That's V-I-V-E, like vive to live, vive. 18.com. And um, you can ask us about scheduling something where we can come visit your school, share stories, and show your students that you can, in fact, have fun, make friends, and feel good without sacrificing your friends or your future. So if that's you, 
just hit us up, ask us any questions. And I'm so excited. I hope you learned something from Anna's interview and everything that she's doing on her college campus to make it a better, safer place. And until next time, have a great week.